this me I'm standing in front of the Statue of Liberty I don't I like have a it. mask on no. <laughs> I wave my wand around which is probably my penis and then all of a sudden boom the Statue of Liberty decides that it only welcomes white European immigrants instead of everybody this Cloverfield prequel sucks <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I said I would riff my intro about magic and that's the best you get that's bad um <laughs> All right. Uh, one you time... Want, you want to talk about... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you want to talk about Randy Pitchford's magic? I would love to. Okay. I just like... Are you going to talk about the one time he made his career... Disappear? Nope. <laughs> that Disappear. Didn't and then we can't even do that counter joke, because Red Letter de- Media already did it. Damn it. Yeah, but for um, a little sidebar... Some conservative media outlet did say that the Statue of Liberty's welcoming immigrants quote was only for white Europeans. <laughs> Jesus. I just think that, like, I think that Randy Pitchford is not a very charismatic magician. And, like, I think that charisma is important when you're trying to trick people into thinking that you're right. Unless you're teller. Well, I was watching... <laughs> I watched, he has no charisma. He doesn't talk. That's true. I watched I watched um, Randy Pitchford with Penn, and he did basically like the whole fool me thing. Is that Penn shit? Yeah, no. There, there was there was a show where you had to like you performed me, magic tricks yeah. for them. Yeah, and, so, and they would try and guess how bas- it was done. But if you could trick them, then they. Uh, yes, basically, it's an incredible show, which I YouTube recommends to me all the time because I've watched several episodes. Yeah, basically, <laughs> they were working together on some project, like some VR magic prank thing, like that's a little twisted, according to Randy Pitchford. Oh. And they were announcing it together, and of course, Pitchford's like, I'm going to do fucking magic for Penn. So he was like, let's do the Fool Me segment as the intro. And that's what he did, and he did two tricks, and like... Penn was like, all right, I can't, like, he didn't say anything about the first one, and then he just, like, didn't really critique it, because he said he was like, oh, I'm going to be really hard on you, and Randy Pitchford goes like, yeah, I can take it, I can take it, and all I'm thinking in my head is, I don't know if you could. (laughs) He's a very sensitive man, despite... uh... And then, to the tune of that, basically, like, Penn accuses the three people from the audience of being plants but just in a pen way where he's just like plants they're all plants just like old man yelling at the sky and every time he says the word plants randy pitchford is visibly upset (laughs) he's just like and he responds for like longer than a back and forth should go like just let the bit go understand that he's joking like Penn's like, plants, I'd say they're all plants. And Randy's, oh, no, they're not plants. I've never seen these people in my life. And he's like, plants, plants. And Randy's like, not plants, not plants. And like, as they're trying to like intro this fucking game, they're still having this back and forth oh, where Penn doesn't give a shit because it's Randy so Pitchford. And, uncomfortable. I don't... and like, you said before that he like pursued his magic career in college. He did. He still like tags himself as like a professional magician. And he did a trick, obviously, at the Borderlands 3 E3 reveal. PAX. PAX, PAX. sorry. Um, At the PAX reveal. And you can clearly see, because of the way the audience member flipped the card at the end of the trick, basically he had someone sign a card, and then the trick is that they pick a number, and then you open a package that was sealed with cards of like the Tiny Tina game. Mm Mm-hmm. And you open the package and you count out the number of cards and the top card has the signature on it. 
But <laughs> when you see her pull out the first card from the unwrapped pack, it shows to the camera and lo and behold, it's the exact card Randy Pitchford showed to the camera. Like they were all printed like that. Right. And it's just like, I've seen that actual trick done before where you sign a card it's and the magician... It's like an illusionist like, kind of thing gone wrong. Right. But, yeah. Well, no, it's it's definitely just a fake magic trick that he used. All and magic like, tricks I've, are fake. I know. <laughs> but fake in what? the way that there was no sleight of hand. <laughs> there was no sleight of hand involved. Right. Oh, it was okay, literally okay. just like a trick. There was right. no skill involved in doing it. It was just like <laughs> he set it up so it's it's funny it was preset and i've seen that trick done before by like yeah. actual magicians like who know the sleight of hand to do it like it's i i used to hang out with this magician that performed at this dive bar he in town and um Ugh. but so like he's done that trick with me several times and it's cool to watch and it yeah. is like wow but it's just like if you're if if you say that you're a magician, just do the actual. I mean, trick. I think sleight of hand shit is cool. The the, the funny thing is, um, we talked a lot about the Borderlands three reveal at PAX East 2019. But what's interesting is that we attend, me and Austin and some friends of ours attended PAX 2017? East 2017. Was 2018? 2017? No, we didn't go in 2018. Then we went in 2017. In 2017. So in PAX, what like, year so is it, guys? Gearbox Gearbox had a panel in 2017, and what was interesting is that they did not formally reveal Borderlands 3. However, they did show. I guess they were showcasing their engine. Yeah, the, the, it was the, an engine demo. But what's yeah, so, and it had the texture, yeah, and the character, so it's, and what's everything. What's weird is like I can't say because I signed certain documents saying that I can't say exactly why. But I already knew that Borderlands Three was something very much in the works, as a lot of other people probably already assumed. But I saw literal, tangible, visual proof that Borderlands Three was something that was soon to be announced. You're really pushing that NDA, Randy. <laughs> I am. But uh, so I dragged some friends along to this panel. Uh, thinking that this was going to be the formal reveal of <sighs> Borderlands 3 to the public. And instead, what we got was a very brief showcase of the the artwork in the new engine. Unreal 4. And then, yes, and then what felt like two hours of just completely irrelevant sketch comedy and <laughs> yeah, there magician... Was, what's, the, what's the game show where there's the one bachelorette Tricks. and the three bachelors, and it's like... Dating game. Match game. The dating Match game. game. Match dating game. game. We did a parody like that. of that on they, Live they Class. Did, they yeah. did that with Borderlands voice actors. Yes. So it was like the chick that did Angel... Yeah. yeah. Was there, and then it was her. Oh, yeah, and I she's think it was, big in promo. It was Randy Pitchford as Crazy Earl, Mikey Newman as, Cl uh, as Before Scooter. Before that relationship sound, and I yeah. Think, we'll talk about and that. And I think the guy, <laughs> yeah. the guy that did Claptrap was also there. He was there, and, and doing live, like, his voice was being mixed yeah. live for the loudspeaker. Yeah. Like, because I think Claptrap was the sort of pseudo-host yes. of the dating game. Do we know, makes sense, yeah. do we know who voices him now? No, that's a good question. I yeah, I'm not just, sure. I was not just the thinking, guy who voiced but, him before. But and no, boy, I, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, we, after we got free codes for Battleborn and Bulletstorm, well, Bulletstorm Remaster, we ducked out of there very, uh, once we realized that no uh, real news was going to be delivered to us, but. My face was very red when I saw proof that, like, I saw evidence that this game was going to be revealed and then dragged a bunch of friends to an event 
that where it was certainly not. Yeah. Uh, well, and no, right. I go ahead. It, it took it took two almost say, two solid years we for me get, to we be should get vindicated. into the actual episode. Let's yeah. get into um, it. But uh, the one, the last thing I will say is that Randy Pitchford also did a another twenty minute magic set at that panel, and it was just him memorizing numbers out of a book. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. The, but he did that was for Pen too. Yeah, it's yeah. the was he's it pi? memorized the digits of okay, pi. Yeah. And he he actually but he talked, had a book of the whole thing, and he's like, yeah. flip to a page, and I'll tell you what number you're playing. Exactly, he did that for Penn too, and Penn yeah. was like, I, you just memorized pi, like fuck. Like, I, don't know, yeah. a, I mean, it's 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 impressive. That's not necessarily no, a magic. No, absolutely trait. not. And like, as someone who codes, like I was thinking about it as I was watching him yeah. do it. Like I was like, as someone who codes, I guess that makes sense that your brain would be yeah. wired for I, something for that, like that. No, that. That makes sense. And like, yeah. definitely, it's impressive. But at the same time, like. I don't want to watch Randy Pitchford sit there and think about numbers. <laughs> it didn't necessarily he, ma- make he for the best. He also said like the panel. lowest tier of magic tricks is like mental whatever. It was uh, and <laughs> and then he was like and then I'm going to do one of those. Uh, All right. Uh, and we are back. Um, this is uh, Hot Button. I'm Randall Beatrice here with Austin Blakesley, Chris Anatuano. <laughs> <laughs> And Melanie Greer, back from last week. To, That's me. Uh, we are going to continue the... Uh, can't sort- believe you just stayed in the studio for a week. Yeah, It's you, nice in we here. We all went home, came back, she was still here. This is my home. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to lose my shot at being on two hot button episodes. Like I had to camp out. But this is uh, part two of... Uh, we're going to get into sort of um, on this episode. So last week we kind of covered sort of where figurehead Randy Pitchford and company, his, his studio Gearbox was sort of born out of and their sort of rise to success, their claim to fame. And this week we're going to get a little bit more into Borderlands 3, as everybody is probably out there actively playing. But before that, I think I see some stuff on this document that may necessarily... We're going to talk about uh, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Sir Battleborn. Randy Pitchford. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mr. Battleborn. Oh, yeah, Mr. Battleborn. Right. Yeah. So, before we get into Battleborn, there's one more Gearbox thing to cover, and that is... Right before the release of Borderlands 2, and right after the release of Aliens, Colonial Marines, and Duke Nukem Forever, Gearbox actually announced another game through Ubisoft at their E3 press conference, Brothers in Arms Furious 4. Right. <laughs> Bro, I think Ubisoft published the other, they, the previous U- Ubisoft Brothers does own, games as well. Or no, I'll get to it. Okay, but sorry. Ubisoft did own brothers in arms oh yeah but this was a a cartoony brothers in arms games the trailer looked pretty much like the exact fucking <laughs> cartoony brothers in, brothers in arms was literally like what if saving yes. private ryan like, yeah. like it's like the, those games are so <laughs> horrific and the... yeah, but... you remember the part where they found the wrong ryan and they told him his brothers died and he was young and he was really upset and yeah. he's worried that his brother died yeah, that, but cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of his legs were blown off, but it was flowers. And the trailer was more or less the scene from Inglorious Bastards, where they do the the bar scene in Inglorious Bastards. Like that was the trailer. Oh, you it mean was that like oh, tense yeah. scene where you yes. think all yes. your favorite yes. characters but was are cartoony? Many that, of them did. Cartoons. <laughs> yes. Okay, so nobody was expecting Michael Fassbender to eat it that early into that film. <laughs> that game, that game was scheduled, was announced, and then scheduled for release the next year in 2012, right around the time that. I guess that Borderlands 2 was scheduled. I don't actually exactly know what happened, but instead of releasing the game the next year, Ubisoft just abandoned the IP. Gearbox Bye. bought the IP, and the game was just changed to Furious 4. I remember They took this. the Brothers in Arms name off of it because yeah. a lot of people complained that it was a very serious war series that was being made cartoony, so they took the Brothers in Arms off. It just called Furious 4. 
and then canceled it entirely. That's kind of a running uh, sort of thing here. As game development <laughs> tends to go. Yeah, and then the movie studio got a hold of it, added four, and then Furious 8, everybody <laughs> in theaters. That's, <laughs> that's, that's hateful. Well, that's I really, I was it's Furious to... 7, Hateful 8, and... Oh, Ridiculous 6, that's what you were no, talking it's about. Fate, it's Fate of the Furious, but F with an 8. <laughs> um, <laughs> not a joke, that's what it is. No, that's I, absolutely no. Oh, no. It is what it is. No, it's still a joke. Some of the systems from that game were transitioned into a new IP, the follow-up to Borderlands, Battleborn. Oh, I love that game. <laughs> do you Battleborn? Do you? I've never played it. Um, I know about it, obviously. I played all it. The I had a very excited roommate purchase it, and we played it together. How yes. was it? It was, a, it was okay. So here's, I, it's, it's not actually that. So let me get into this. Bad. Let me get into this. I'm gonna talk about my opinions on Battleborn. We can talk about it then, yeah. and then I'll get into the controversy, of the whole thing. It's got split screen online. Battleborn Why? was announced on July 8th, 2014. Because it's fun. As another genre blend like Borderlands, this time. The FPS and a MOBA had a baby. Instead My of favorite and, and least favorite mashed together. <laughs> yes. Um, together, yeah. United good, at last. Good point here. <laughs> Randy Pitchford said in an interview that MOBAs thrived on their cast of characters. It's true. And Gearbox had proven that they could design a colorful, likable cast of characters. It's also true. That also makes true. sense. Yeah. Yes. That is a valid statement. Um, yeah. But here's the here's the unfortunate part of the game. The game came out May 3rd, 2016, which just so happened to be not only three weeks before the launch of Overwatch, but also the day that the Overwatch open beta started. It's, this is one of the biggest jugular hits I've <laughs> yeah. seen. Yeah. Oh. Overwatch isn't a MOBA, though. No, it's, no, not, it's not. But, but, but people, like, the in, just in the eyes... Just a colorful cast of characters. Yeah, in the eyes of, of a lot of... And visually, too. Yeah, of a lot of casual followers of and games. And unfortunately, like they every seem... time Blizzard releases a game, everybody pays attention. It's true. <laughs> yeah. They're both first-person shooters that look like this this eccentric cast of of DreamWorks inspired weirdos. It's I can it's, see where that you guys have yeah. talked uh, in dev stories and like uh, console stories before about just like poorly timed choices. Yes, <laughs> you talk about that a lot, and so, it's just like this is another one of those. This where is it's the just like fun, is that for fun sure. fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Battleborn was actually originally intended to be released in the end of 2015. And then it got delayed till February 2016, and then again till May. And somebody's like, "Hey, dude, Overwatch is coming out the same day. You wanna... wait? The Rock and Roll Racing guys? <laughs> <laughs> no. His, I couldn't find any interview, but I imagine Randy Pitcher's response was like, "We made Battleborn. Damn it, fuck Blizzard. Like something like that. I yeah. I and that makes or, sense. Sorry, we made Borderlands. Damn it, yeah. fuck Blizzard. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. so you said it was originally scheduled for release late 2015. Well, that mm. makes sense because they were probably picking up the slack from 2K Australia for all that DLC that they didn't release. Yes. Also, uh, another thing: this was a MOBA in a already crowded market full of MOBAs. You had League of Legends and Dota absolutely dominating the world. Yeah. You had secondary games like Blizzard's own Heroes of the Storm, yeah. and you had games and you like had action MOBAs Smite, like Smite, yeah, Paragon, Smite, Paragon. Paragon. Yeah, that's yes. a good, yeah. all of our friends were playing fucking Paragon, like. and and Smite and Paragon were also targeted at the console demographic you as well. You had the King of Fighters MOBA. Don't remember. You had the Dead Island MOBA. Nobody remembers. You had the Dead DC. Island MOBA. Yeah, the DC MOBA that you played and no one else. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. I did it already. Just preemptively. But then who are you going to send pictures of pictures of your box copy of Tetris 99 to? <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was worth it. I can do the, all um, the dailies now. Back into it. Uh, oh, first, opinions. Battleborn, not a bad game. If there was ever okay. a thing that was going to get me, I've said this before, Destiny is my shit because it is the Halo people making an MMO. Mm -hmm. That is the one thing that could get me into that MMO thing. I'll say the same for MOBAs. <laughs> if mean, there's ever a person... Battleborn's the most fun I've personally ever had with a MOBA, yeah. but... It's not a good. It's know? not a great game. But if there was ever a, a team to get me into MOBAs, a games designed around cast of characters that I like, Gearbox does seem like a logical choice. Yeah, and that's I, how I. That's how I would feel if yeah. like if Borderlands opened up and then ended up being an MMO, which has yeah. been one of my I'm fears not, I'm not for Borderlands yeah. Three the, the opening, since Borderlands Two. The opening to Battleborn is like the saddest thing ever because it opens with this like the intro cutscene is this huge epic thing that's animated and I forget is it Del the Funky Homo Sapien who's doing mm -hmm. or Deltron. Doing the music, and it's animated by the Gorillas music video, which strangely enough came up in the previous episode as well. Yeah. Uh, and it's this epic opener for this like otherwise kind of inevitably yeah. sleepy little release that but like it. Got they, were, they but they were going for it. Like the production was and money was like paid, was there for this I to paid, be way bigger deal than it ended up being. I played my fair share of Battleborn. One could attribute that to the sunk cost fallacy, which is that I was like. I already paid sixty dollars. I might as well play it. It's a steep barb entry. For... But, but the con here that leads me into the controversy, because spoiler alert: if I didn't already say this, because I honestly can't remember, didn't do too well. No, didn't do too hot. Especially I think we compared, kind of implied. <laughs> especially compared to Borderlands numbers, like Battleborn did not do well. Um, also, compare that to Overwatch, which well, right yeah. now was yeah, two weeks later was whatever. the biggest thing in the world yeah. when this came out. But. In September of that same year, Jason Schreier of Kotaku, the, our Jesus Christ to this podcast, yes. has given us <laughs> yeah. so much information. Uh, sidebar, I was talking about, about this earlier. We should do a Jeff Gerstmann-esque thing about history Jason, of Schreier. Jason Schreier. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's probably a good idea. That's true. Um, that would be fun. Yeah. But he posted an article. He has so he, many nemeses. He leaked, he leaked this thing. I so bad for it. I just want to write a story about like how much shit he's gotten into. I know. <laughs> he, he posted an article. He was basically leaking Battleborn is going free to play. Makes a lot of sense. Borderborn. <laughs> At this point, I think there was something like eighteen or 19,000 active players in Battleborn, which is very bad for a MOBA. Yeah. Especially oh, a game ew, that needs yeah. people in order to make it worth playing. Because I think even the, six, the, the, the single-player content was designed around multiplayer. Like, I think... There was no yeah. single-player content, there was. you told me. Okay, there, there was. was. There, there was, like, was, a series of missions. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was co-op. But the article stated that... The game was intended by Gearbox to be free to play from the start. I remember this, yeah. But that 2K wanted a $60 product from Gearbox. So the game ended Shocking. up costing $60 and having a bunch of free to play shit in it, a lot of microtransactions and stuff. Pitchford responded to this article on Twitter by saying, I was just told about the reckless story about Battleborn going free to play. That is false. There are no plans to convert Battleborn to free to play. Followed up. 
We have some unannounced plans to do a trial version of the game that would be free, from which the retail and can be purchased along with DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schreier then responded to him on Twitter and asked <clears throat> if this was a timed demo, to which Pitchford responded, I don't think timed demo is right. I think we need some sort of plans first, and then I'll announce them. Call in a few months. This is some semantics-ass shit of, like, shit being thrown well, back and a- forth. I mean, that's also, like... A very Randy Pitchford defense mechanism where, like, anybody calls him out on, like, either lying or misspeaking, yeah. and he's just like, What are my transactions, yeah. really? Yeah, like, what? Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, you know what I meant. Why would you say that about me? It's like, oh, dude, come on. Yeah. You yeah. gotta know who you are and what your words mean. <laughs> so... Jason Schreier, as always, sums up my thoughts on the matter better than I ever could. Um, <laughs> at the end of his article, he says, So if it's not a time demo, what is it? It seems like maybe we're just arguing over semantics. Oh, like I said. But yeah. what I've heard <laughs> is that we'll, there will be a free multiplayer or modes, while the story missions and DLC will be behind a paywall. Some heroes will be paid, others will be free, and the game may include a League of Legends-style hero rotation, according to a source. I guess we'll see in a few months. Okay. <sighs> the idea behind going free-to-play as a way to draw in players and then selling the microtransactions into DLC is not new. It's a good idea. It's Many helped a lot of MOBAs it. recover. Or sorry, it's helped a lot of MMOs recover. MOBAs as well, probably. Mo- yeah. Well, MOBAs yeah. always uh, were MOBAs free are, to play. Yeah, MOBAs are always. Free. But it did help. It did help Paragon because Paragon cost money at first, and then they. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it did. You're it right. did. There were physical copies of that fucking. The game. Thing. Funny <laughs> thing is, the game didn't have bad reviews. Like as far as MOBAs go, it they was okay. good. I don't like MOBAs, but it was a good MOBA. And I did enjoy it. Warframe threatened Destiny. Yeah, <laughs> it did. I did like my time with it, but it was a sixty-dollar MOBA. How are you going to attract an audience to a game like that when they're surrounded by free? Games that are arguably better yeah. and definitely more popular. Well, this, also, might, this might be free to play, right? Yeah. Yes, my yeah, 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 so is free to play. Well, um, I mean, just think of the phrase sixty dollar MOBA. Yeah. Like that's and there there you go. I mean yeah. sixty dollar anything was enough to scare people off. I mean Overwatch was forty dollars. Sixty if yeah. you wanted the legendary edition, but that was already enough for people to be like this one's 60, this one's 40. Yeah. Uh, like, it doesn't matter that they're yeah, different genres 60. of games. Oh, me too. I think I did. I think I bought the regular one and upgraded, but, like, they saw two cartoonish first-person shooters and yeah. chose the cheaper one But that everybody was into. Fuck going free-to-play. Randy Pitchford had another plan to draw in their audience. <laughs> this might be the saddest tactic I've ever seen to get a game any to be gu- tweeted any about. Any guesses from the... <sighs> Magic, obviously, right? No. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. What was Overwatch succeeding at at this time? Yes. Well, at, if you <laughs> uh, if you ask Randy Pitchford, magic and porn are interrelated. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, I, I'm going to point out, by the way, that at this time. Overwatch was the highest search term for pornography, according to Pornhub's analytics. Yes. Battleborn? No, no Overwatch. 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 I've never so. played Overwatch, and I've watched I Overwatch porn. <laughs> okay, damn it, that's what I was... <laughs> uh, Like, and that's... I don't, I, uh, whatever. So, on January 17th, 2017, a little bit after Jason Schreier wrote his article, and half a year after Battleborn came out, not doing well, Randy Pitchford tweets... Very not safe for work, but I have received reports that Battleborn Rule 34 is now a thing on Reddit. Link with caution. And then it follows up with a link to the Battleborn Rule 34 subreddit. (laughs) A Battleborn Rule 34 subreddit that the internet very quickly discovered was created a mere nine hours before his tweet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
right, so two problems with this off the bat. Only two? I, well, no, way more than that. Wouldn't uh, this be crazy if this it was is like gross and desperate? If, but <laughs> Trump tweeted tomorrow, like, very not safe for work. And then it's like, like, like a naked roll missile or something. Roll 34 of the wall. Yeah, like, roll, roll 34 of the wall. And just like, rebar instead of like concrete. Fucking rule, the whole point about rule yeah, 34 yeah, is that anything has. can be. Yes. Yeah, like, I. Hey, One, he doesn't get, know what he's talking he's about. No. <laughs> Roll 34 of Randy Pitchford's tweet about Battleboards. Rule 34. We'll get there. That's hot. So, like uh, I said, the internet had discovered that the subreddit was created by an anonymous user. Was this Randy Pitchford? Was it not? Who knows? Probably. But, <laughs> but the, hold on. The best Sorry, part, but the, probably. The best hey, man, fucking, I like, came here because I'm the kind of person to buy pictures of your feet if you wear a diva onesie. What the fuck is this? <laughs> no, the best fucking part is that after this happened, if you if you went on that link, everybody would just get posting no. Overwatch porn on the Battleborn porn Not fucking stuff. afterward, but first. When people, <laughs> when people found this link... And then they found out that somebody Some, created yeah. the Reddit nine hours beforehand. Allegedly. <laughs> it being a Reddit, it's public. Yeah. yeah. Anybody can post to it. So the proof of the Reddit Even was quickly... dozens and dozens of alt-right platforms. Yeah. <laughs> Reddit. Uh, people, oh, people quickly spammed the Reddit with posts, with titles including, Overwatch is better, <laughs> This is pathetic, Randy, Another embarrassment for Gearbox, and Battleborn is pathetic. Those were the top. Also, check out Treacher's ass. <laughs> Those were the top four posts, followed by a fifth post, which was a naked Battleborn character. Yeah. Um, no, oh, honest, at least there's one. Randy Pitchford probably posted no, that. I can't. To be honest, no offense to the person who did it, but like maybe you were just like tired that day. The <laughs> Battleborn font is garbage. Yeah. The actual yeah. Fi- look. Go ahead right now. Isn't stop it what you're the doing. same font as Fortnite? Stop it. Similar. Stop what you're doing. Google Battleborn, look at a picture. It's it's an incoherent mess as far as like a graphic <laughs> design goes. Yeah. It's like some letters true. that shouldn't be smushed so, together are so, others that are separated angled shouldn't be. <laughs> no, it's kind of a someone, mess. And, it, so, and honestly, that's what pisses me off all right, most. So, no, I got, well, I got, like, a, I got a couple about, more things to say about Battleborn before we move on to Borderlands 3. I have one small thing to okay, say about the right. design of the logo. Oh, it's okay. obviously in that what you're saying where letters are not where they sh- like they look awkward. That's just, like, nobody looked at it. Nobody did anything. Because, like, in graphic design, like, kerning is the amount of space between letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you make a logo, you adjust the kerning between every <laughs> single fucking letter. Because that is, like, that's... Oh, yeah, that that really is ugly. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's that's just how and design that symbol works. Is, and that symbol isn't nearly as fucking cool yeah, as like the Yeah, like, the T's logo. and yeah, the L's are, like, all smushed. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, so, clunky. So it's it looks like is, a fucking Metallica There font. was a very... Around Battleborn's time of release, there was a lot of other attempts to sort of pull this game into the same... Into a similar limelight that Borderlands had reached, genuinely. Like, people were dressing up like Borderlands characters and... You know, and making fan art because they they liked the game because they wanted to. Like that wasn't a plant from the company to do that. Like, no. you know, so it's almost like they had all the tools and didn't need to do yeah, anything so bad. But when they did Borderlands anyway. was trying to reach, or when Battleborn, sorry, was trying to reach that same level of 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 being recognized, they worked out some other very bizarre deals. Austin, I don't know if you remember. So for starters, there were Battleborn characters playable in Rock Band Four, and uh, an already oh yeah, the mushroom. Of course, guy. you would know yes, that. A, a game with an already troubled. Release, uh, but yeah, that's like the people who play Rock Band Four now. If you ever find videos of people who still play it, it's Archer, 
Yes, who's and in then the, the game. guy from Fallout. Mass Effect Andromeda, I think, it's has a, a t- it's a guy in a Mass Effect armor, a guy in a Fallout vault suit, the mushroom For guy 76. from Battleborn, and Archer from Archer. It's just like they, they, they made some bad deals. What in the fuck is that game? Yeah. <laughs> it's just that's a goddamn just like, mess. Wait, like, don't you have a bat? Don't you have a, a Rock Band Four poster your house with the four scratched out? This is three. <laughs> <laughs> is that am I mistaken? No, you're, 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 you're absolutely correct. No, I do. Yeah, I, I was way too embarrassed to not sketch out that four for a three. But the the other one that's very funny is I think this was also the same around the same time that the Ready Player One film was coming out uh, in theaters, and me and Austin. No, it was it was being developed. It was being developed. Okay, so that movie features cameos and Easter eggs of, of various video game properties. Very very extensive list of, of kind of uh, tie-ins. But the the it fun- also features the cameo of thin writing. Yeah. I don't know if you. I don't know which cultural character that is. Blatant sexism, also a, uh, but um, and a Joy Division shirt. Fuck you! Oh I hate wow, that. that makes me so upset. Uh, like that but, means they're cool, but what's right? Right. Is, is yeah. when this the, like Battleborn? I guess by the time the, this film was released, had already kind of fizzled away into obscurity. But there are numerous Battleborn characters. In this really? movie, yes, in this movie. I didn't even notice that. I was yeah. like, Tracer's in it. it Tracer is in it. <laughs> uh, but that was the only one that they could afford from them because there's a lot of very high texture, like high-res Battleborn characters, but they could only get Tracer. But, oh my God, it was very weird because by the time, yeah, when, when we were watching that movie in the theaters, we were like, hey, it's that fucking mushroom guy that nobody else got. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like Ready Player One. I gotta one. go back and look at the screenshot because I'll never watch that movie again. Yeah. Ready Player One was probably just like throwing like any like small amount of money at smaller you IPs. Remember, uh, giant money. <laughs> yeah, like it was just giant. like they probably so threw twenty bucks at Gearbox for Battleborn rights, and Gearbox was no, like, I "Yeah, think it was we the could- opposite." I, I think I think Gearbox wanted those characters to be in as many, yeah, they and they yeah. threw twenty bucks at Ready Player One. Yes. Like, like I think no, that- I'm sure there was no money involved whatsoever. I think sure money exchanged hands. I think it was probably a mutual exchange Maybe, of like get but, our ideas. But I think, here. but at this point, in Battleborn sort of very short-lived venture into the space. I just find it funny that those characters were like, let's multimedia this shit, and then it did not work. Poor Battleborn. It probably would have been a relatively mediocre delve into that (sighs) series. When I was researching this, I installed it on Steam. I kind of want to go back and play it yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it probably could have been like a, like a relatively middle of the road. It's not a bad dive game. into a MOBA FPS thing. Unfortunately, the idea of multiple characters of different sort of artistic and creative I like the butler values robot with the kind gun. of separate, yeah, kind of like cool. got it dragged down with Overwatch because. Arguably, the games are not similar in any no, sort of fashion. No, they're not. They they're they're just in immediate presentation. That's they're yeah. different genres. They're different art styles. They have different attitudes. Like, yeah. It's just the fact that they're both multiplayer-only FPSs from known studios that team came based. out in the same month yeah. that, that were team-based. Yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah, right. and, that have and they were both hero of shooters. A, yeah, yeah, hero shooters. Yeah. Yeah. And like talking yes, about yes. controversy and negative reception of the game, it's like, like you said, it could have been a very middle-of-the-road game, but the fact is that, like, there are always going to be those people who are up in arms about everything. Listen. And there were those people, and <laughs> then Randy Pitchford responds yeah. to those people yeah. and just makes oh, it well, work. Because Battleborn was fine. It just, it's not Overwatch, and it's not Borderlands. I played Smite. Smite's still got an audience. It does. Battleborn's better than Smite. Saying it right now. 
come at me, internet. Please don't. I'm sorry. We're going to lose our smite audience. Like you, like you guys have said, like it's not a bad game. It's just kind of middle of the road. And then yeah. the, the issue is that like people get angry and then Randy Pitchford defends it as if it is a Borderlands. I think yes. it would have been a lot more successful. Even if... Over, even the if, people wanted Borderlands. Even with the Overwatch <laughs> thing, even with yeah. the Overwatch thing looming over their heads, I think it would have been successful had it been free to play. I think more yeah. people would have given it a try instead of just making fun of it without trying. By the way, and then that's 2K interference. Uh, that's the issue. Then. I'd like to point out the, your next headline in this script just says Randy is an idiot accurate is that aimed at me or who knows okay <laughs> that's for you to find out <laughs> one can't say <laughs> let's put it that way okay alright but yeah Battleborn would have been a fa- would have been a failure with or without these controversies I just I like to, to start this episode off with it just to showcase again I said this at the end of the last episode Randy Pitchford you just like get off Twitter dude yeah and then Delete the app. This is going to seg into our final topic, which is how Borderlands 3 is coming out, or as you're listening to this, is out. And Randy Mm -hmm. Pitchford tried his absolute hardest to drag that thing into the mud with him. Just like, why? Because it's the way to sum up all the Battleborn talk was just things felt desperate or pathetic. But and it's sad because once once that was over, because you had you have to wait for that to just kind of, like, when's an okay time to announce a very celebrated, very beloved sort of franchise back. And the worst part was, like, once Borderlands 3 was publicly sort of revealed, then the narrative around that game was this fucking laundry list of horseshit we're going to get into. Not the fact that Borderlands was back, everybody. Like, it sucks, because there's a lot of people that probably worked really fucking hard on this game. There are. Yeah, and and like... I I think I talked to Mel about this. And it's like, if you Google Um, Borderlands 3, you're going to get these stories. Like, it's... But, like, like there's a certain point, and when we were talking about doing this episode, when I was talking to Mel about doing this episode, like, there's a certain point you can clearly tell where, like, it got too much for Gearbox to have him be the public facing. And like all the designers and artists started doing the presentations. And I actually liked that a lot. Yeah. Like the people behind the scenes, not the CEO of the company, but the people, and I'm not saying Randy Pitchford didn't work on the game, but like, or isn't involved or isn't doesn't involved. deserve yeah. credit. But like the people that worked really hard to make this thing as good as it hopefully is. Again, we're recording this before it's out, but I'm probably still playing it at this point. Same, <laughs> but like, you know, they got to be the front-facing people, and I really like that, but it's just unfortunate that that had to come from all the stuff we're about to get into, not yeah. just like, hey, let's let the artists get out there. Yeah, I think I want that to trend, and I want that to be more accepted, because it's like, if you look at the CEO of any company, does he understand what's being made by it? Usually not. Yeah. Do yeah. they understand yeah. what's being made by it? That is so like ingrained sexism yeah. for me to say, hey, I hate that. <laughs> I hate that I said that. That's fine. Let's get into it because we got a lot of shit to get through. <clears throat> Let's okay. go. Borderlands 3 was announced, like we said, PAX East 2019. Yeah. And later in early April, because PAX is in March, yeah. early April, they did another reveal which revealed the release date. Same year. As September 13th, 2019. Which all twelve of you are listening was a week ago when part one came out. I'm all about that. I think that's great to be like, hey, our, this is our game. It's out in a few months. Yes. Yeah. yeah that made me really happy because um, I just expected to wait. Yeah. But unfortunately, the development story for that game is <laughs> not what we're here to discuss. Shut. We are here to discuss Randy Pitchford, mm-hmm. and let's open the floodgates. 
We're going to cut back from PAX East a couple months. November 2018, Gearbox sued former legal counsel Wade Callender, saying that he borrowed money from a, for a home loan and for his tuition and did not pay it back. Yeah. And that he, and this is a quote from Kotaku, again, Jason Schreier. He's a, he was supposedly a longtime friend of Randy. He was a longtime friend of Randy Pitchford. Yeah. But they are alleging that he abused the privilege of credit card access by charging unapproved, wholly personal expenses, including family vacations, gun club memberships, and firearms accessories, and trying to get six-pack ads. That's the official fucking... This is the lawyer? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, It's the most bro-y ass, like... Yes. On December 28th, 2018, Wade sued back alleging much worse claims that Randy Pitchford had made an agreement to a $12 million secretive executive bonus to be paid directly to a separate company that him and his wife Christy own named Pitchford Entertainment Media Magic LLC. Are one of you guys going to change your name to that in in our hot button Discord? I can. I can. Um, Uh, I already have my next Discord name planned out. I'm just waiting for the right time. if anybody's going to be... Pitchford Magic LLC or whatever you just said, I would like it to be me. I want that in like Suicide Squad. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So Calendar is arguing that this money, which was paid up front by 2K in agreement that Borderlands 3 was being worked on, was saddling the developer, Gearbox, the company, with basically repaying a personal loan to Pitchford's other company. Is that why this has taken so long? To <laughs> Yes. He's saying that basically that money was meant not for Randy Pitchford to open up a restaurant where the fuck he did with it, but to give bonuses to the hardworking Borderlands 3 devs. Yeah. But but 2K agreed to instead pay this directly into a secret account that nobody at Gearbox knew about. With the Can we call of, it what it is? Randy Pitchford's pocket? Yeah. <laughs> really? And, 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 then, and here is where this gets interesting. Yeah, I can't. What's up with this? All right. No, this is the no, fucking... No. In addition, Wade Callender claims that Randy Pitchford left a USB stick at a medieval times in 2004 containing, again, quote from Kotaku, sensitive corporate documents for Gearbox and its partners, including, at the time, 2K Games, Sega, Sony, Microsoft, and others. Randy Pitchford's USB drive also contained Randy Pitchford's personal collection of underage pornography. According to the... According to Callender. According to Callender, yes. That is not fact. That is what... Wade Calendar is alleging. Um, now, here's the interesting part. Randy Pitchford had appeared on a <coughs> podcast called the Yeah, Pit- Go Green Knight! Because <laughs> they're at medieval times. Randy Pitchford drops his important documents of pornography. Flash <laughs> drive on his turkey leg that he's not allowed to you use utensils for because of the immersion of a medieval time. You thought the part, you thought the part about buying a gun and getting six pack abs was the broiest thing that you thought. Um, the now, medieval times angle is just perfect. Randy Pitchford appeared on a podcast called The Piff Pod, presented by Piff the Magic Dragon. God, what is a magic uh, the pod? Podcast, the po- uh, <laughs> in the, up, in magic the podcast, audio. he admits not only to leaving this USB stick at medieval times, but also to the fact that there was pornography on the USB stick. And the description of the podcast reads, Randy gushes about his love of magic oh, or something gushes. like that. <laughs> now, that'll make sense in a minute as I read the following. This is a quote from Randy Pitchford on the podcast. 
uh, it's a woman who is masturbating, and when she has some, she has some experience that appears as if she's having an orgasm, a huge amount of fluid comes out of her vagina. This is not a sex worker. This is a fucking magician. <laughs> he then talks about buying the video to try and work out how she did it. But it was late at night, and he couldn't figure it out that day, so he put it onto a USB drive, which he then left at Medieval Times. He then said, I can't. Some kid, an employee of the Medieval Times, discovered this memory stick, took it home, and accessed it, because this was before we were password protecting stuff, and discovered secrets... No, it wasn't. Discovered secrets of my company and future games in development, and also discovered the pornography. And it was barely legal porn. The girl's handle was only 18. That's gonna, my favorite part. Out of my, chair. my favorite part of it. this whole thing. Like, uh. besides the fact that he's like, no, I bought a squirting video because I like magic and I want to figure out how she did it, is that his response to them That say, was damage control, according <laughs> to him. Exactly. Like, like, Calendar was like, it's underage porn. And Randy was like, no, it's barely legal porn. As if that would make that, it okay. That shit's enough to get you banned from fucking 4chan. Yeah. Like, as a, like... <laughs> well, it's also, it's also just, like, a that's lot of people... personal experience. That's just from fucking... Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, a I don't lot know of people anymore, believes, Randy, you... <laughs> Like, Austin and I were talking about this yesterday. A lot of me believes that that's why he has that video. Yeah. That's uh, why well, he yeah. bought that video. I, the, the, just, However... I, I love... <laughs> The no, idea that okay. this is damage control? Yeah. What the fuck are that you was, doing? Yeah. All he had to say, there's a giant bomb podcast out there where Jeff says, all you had to say is that it's porn. That's it. You don't need to like, and, and that it is, it's technically legal. Like, yeah. this isn't like a conversation of whether or not it's yeah. legal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Literally, yeah, last like, night I said, despite on how creepy you think it is, yeah. it's technically legal. The dude just bought a squirting porn video End of story. That's it. That exactly. Sorry. I do genuinely believe that he did it to figure out how she did that. Do you? I do. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, that's that's to simultaneously I mean. study and whack off to it at the same yes. time. That's what I was saying. It's like I asked Austin, I was like, what percent of you believes that to be the truth? And he was like, he's a weird guy. There's a bunch of shit out there. Who cares? It's just like, all right, so he has this USB drive that has trade secrets on it. I don't know how much space is on it. Or, enough uh, for I, porn. I, enough to like pop a fucking MP4 on there. It's probably eight <laughs> So, all right. <laughs> We're only two-thirds of the way through the allegations. The fucking... Wade Callender also accused Pitchford of holding something he calls peacock parties. Okay, yeah, this part yeah, is not... Yeah, this one's yeah, right, this isn't funny. Yeah, like... Yes. Uh, yeah. Where, and I... I we'll get to it, but... Where adult men would expose themselves to minors. Now, Pitchford and his wife, Christy, deny this, saying that they do host performances at a place called the Peacock Theater. They are variety shows. They are recorded, some of this, and nothing like that goes and on. And some of that could be provocative yeah. in nature. Also, and this, I, this is, I believe, in a private theater in yes. their it is a private theater. Is it, is it possible that this could be calendar guy is some sort of fucking boomer I, character? No, who that's just, what I was about to say. Yes, who it's, just sees something and goes, that's this! Calendar... It's um, possible. It is so, possible. Calendar has been described as a conservative religious person. Yes. There you go. Not that that's a bit, but that's I think a strange that that, business partner for Randy to have. Right, but it does add to like you know, some of that shit. Like I think that that's exaggerated. 
the way that Randy Pitchford responded to some of these obviously has just made it worse. Yeah. Like it's just one of those situations where it was like some of this you didn't do anything wrong and you could have just leaned on that. This guy is clearly... There's some suggestive he was also, themes in, in, he was, in live performances based around yeah. magic. He was That's also, not totally unbelievable, but... Callan, the Harry Potter guy pulled his penis out, right? <laughs> but Callan, saying that you're deliberately yeah, exposing yourself... To, like, that's a heavy fucking accusation. Yes, and we'll, we'll get to Pitchford's response. First, their official statement, the Pitchford's, Randy and Christie's official statement on this says... Every performance at the Peacock Theater is recorded. While we can't immediately release these videos publicly because we need to gain consent from the performers, we can invite anybody interested or involved in the proceedings to watch any or all of these videos in private for further validation. You will see there is nothing to support what Wade has alleged and that Wade's claims are false. Also, the fact is there's no such thing as a Peacock party. This is terminology the Pitchfords have never used and was made up by Wade in a further attempt to paint a sensational picture that is demonstrably false. It sounds a little bit like a Dateline 2020. All of which of... I kind of, I believe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I also agree, I believe. Yeah. It, seems yeah. like a, it seems like a conservative fucking boomer-esque personality just like he... trying to grasp onto any sort of thing. Like, right. If, but, you, if, he were to yeah. like, if you were to observe any of us, you'd be like, oh, you're degenerate fucking yeah. drug-using, well, cursing, no, more, alcoholic. What, what, what know, more like, harmful th- thing is there to, to claim about somebody in our but kind of... Us- just yeah. one more thing about Calendar. He's also like been very public about Gamergate in uh, from what we would view as a negative way. Oh, like, really? Yes, and that has like so. It's I didn't like know about that if either. you're viewing him in context of the industry, then it's like maybe he doesn't view it the same we, way we do. So maybe what some of his cast- shit so we can't exactly so trust. Do we have the here. point I want to make here is yeah. that Wade Calendar is. Burying the lead hard, which yeah. is that and this like, twelve why? million dollar thing that I talked about going the, the right into his pocket. The party thing was like an afterthought. That is, is enough to warrant an investigation. That, is, that should be investigated for yeah. sure. You leaving a USB stick unprotected, full of documents that have claims to some of the biggest companies on the if planet. If they left the porn thing out, it was just trade secrets. This That's is trade secrets yeah. and embezzlement, yeah. essentially, which yeah. is more than enough to warrant an investigation. And this guy clearly does. Oh. I. I also, hate to validate Randy Pitchford, but this guy seems to clearly he kind got it of, out for him. He kind of clearly has like a dig with this guy, like, and yeah. they used to be friends. But but like, this is where the legal shit has to get involved. So wait, wasn't also I, I don't know if you mentioned it, but wasn't the kid that found the USB drive paid off with Borderlands swag? I think so. I think yeah. Like oh my I, god, I, that would pay me. I off. think it was an <laughs> like I think it was an employee of Medieval Times that they gave him a free copy of some Gearbox shit and, and some swag, and then they just like give it back, please. Yeah, and, and he did. I, I like I believe so. Like I don't know if he or she was ever actually quoted as to like what explicitly was on it and whether or not yeah. it was legal or illegal. Um, but and with the calendar, or the degree of I should say, if, with the calendar accusations, it's like. Yeah, you've got a legit point here. You've got actual things that have gone wrong, and then you've just tacked on this moral conundrum for what? Your own sake? Yeah. It's a good way to make you look like the aggressor in the story. It is exactly a good way to do that. We've got two more responses. Here's Gearbox's response on the matter. (laughs) Gearbox will be filing a grievance with the State Bar of Texas against our former general counsel, Wade Callender, for disciplinary proceedings for filing a lawsuit that includes accusations that he knows to be untrue. The lawyer rules 
of professional conduct especially prohibit the filing of documents that are knowingly false. The tell is within Wade's claim itself. His use of hedged lawyer language and clever application of quotation marks betray that he knows that the impression he is trying to create is based in lies. We imagine that he used the quotation marks and lawyer language in hopes that will give him some angles of defense when we inevitably take action against him for false statements. Wade is engaged in a shakedown and he's clearly using deceit and lies to try to cause damage by promoting a narrative that he knows is false. So an observation, you said earlier that, or we were talking about earlier, how Pitchford gets bogged down in the semantics when he's arguing with someone. Right, yeah. Yeah. Wade Callender <laughs> seems like a perfect business partner. Yeah. No wonder they worked together. <laughs> right. And it's just, it's the same tactics and then yeah. it's been applied to Randy Pitchford. So. And now we have Randy's, Randy Pitchford's response from Twitter. Uh, the attacks made by my former friend and colleague have no basis in reality or law. He is simply trying to shake me down for money. We will win, but because lawsuits are pending, I can't comment as much as I'd like. I am shocked by his lies. Thanks for your love and support. As a father, I find crimes against children to be especially repugnant. It is very painful that a former friend and colleague would lie to try to associate me with his such vile behavior in his own greedy pursuit of money. As the day progresses, I am discovering who my friends are. Thank you for your love and support. I am going to try to focus on my work and trust that the truth and justice will prevail within the courts. Not to totally defend Randy here, but I do, like... That, that is well, a Randy Pitchford response to that, but he is He is right. right. And yes. also, like, the... Because the thing is, it's like the USB drive at the Medieval Times... I, I, it's on its face. That's the easiest headline in the world to make fun of, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's like we've all accidentally left something important somewhere, probably at some point. Oh yeah. yeah. Not to the degree that this was, but like, it's it oh, was a fuck. It was, Where's all my barely legal squirting porn? <laughs> <laughs> no, like because because I I believe reading that the USB drive was on a keychain, which it's like he you le leave your keys he everywhere essentially all the time. left his keys somewhere, which I do yeah. daily. Yeah. My point is, it's just like, and also pornography is something that people regularly engage with. Every Every day legally, me so never. It's, uh, yeah, so it's just like I. I mean, obviously, that there, there had to be problems with this partnership. Yes. Uh, that is now exploding and in a very public way. To go back to dragging yeah. on Randy Pitchford a little bit, he does seem to get in a lot of <laughs> public spats with people he used to be friends with. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, but, it's not like this is unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this is that's that's some. It is just rough because like there I are genuine problems being buried. There now. are, yeah. there are because it's it, it, dealing with the stuff that's like, hey, this is private information in regards to and all the of these money companies and everything. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to make a statement if someone was like, right, yeah. Also well, accusing me of if you're a he, CEO, he's clearly passionate about magic in a way that there's like a <laughs> there's a community of people that engage with this stuff and 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 as to, to the best of my knowledge, throwing this out, there's nothing inherently wrong with any. of of that so it's somebody say that's like hey by the way you and your partner are also fucking like that's so oh this is all just <laughs> so let's transition away yeah. from the little bit of the harder stuff into the easier stuff before we dive back into the hard stuff near Yay! the end because as of this recording and I don't think this will be done by the time this episode this releases. This was not fully resolved. This is an ongoing lawsuit. It probably will uh, be for that several why, years. Yeah. And I believe, you know, they can't really comment on it because you can't do that. Yeah. The, any lawyer would advise you against that. But we're going to get away but from... But Borderlands 3 got announced, everybody! Yeah. <laughs> but this was all happened before the reveal of 3, so we're going to fast forward now 
Game shown at PAX March 8th, 2019. And he did attend PAX as yes. a public speaker. He he was there. He had a jacket with a bejeweled three on the back. It was love it, it was love yeah. it was lovely. He liked sequins. Yeah, he, yeah. he rubbed his clip until <laughs> liquid squirted into the crowd because he finally figured it out. <laughs> he did do a magic yeah, trick. He showed that video to Penn of Penn and Teller and was just like Tell me how it's done. I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> Hi, I love you. I am also sorry. Uh, but yeah, the, the, he followed that up with another trailer that came with a release date announcement. More story-based one, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, April 3rd, 2019. But this reveal got fans a little worried, to say the least. There were two fan-favorite characters, I'll say. Mm-hmm. That sounded a little different. Yeah. The biggest one, obviously, I being noticed this. Claptrap, <clears throat> since the voice actor had publicly left the company in Clap, 2017. Claptrap, kind of the, I would I would say, the, the standout character in the way that Pip-Boy represents Fallout. Yeah, yeah. Yes, like, I yeah, would yeah, agree like, exactly like yeah. that. Vault-Boy. The Pip-Boy Vault is the thing that goes Sorry. on the wrist. God damn it. Ugh, God. He has a habit with, like, fucking I up know. Bethesda specific <laughs> lore. Someone's gonna put together a compilation of all of my... Oh, I uh, love that. My, on like, the hot... Uh, yeah. Hop You're on like YouTube. El- Elber Scrolls. <laughs> You did say something about Bethesda before. Yeah, Cyrodiil or Cyrodiil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I made the joke that I'm That's Steve right. Buscemi from the fucking yeah. sketch holding Both the... of you have mispronounced TDRA, the weapons manufacturer, in the last 24 hours. So no, because it's well, stupid. Shit. It's a stupid word that's spelled wrong. All right. Uh, the well, other, just listen. The other voice this actor. This is the one that personally upset me quite a bit. Yeah. And me too. Was noted voice actor Troy Baker, who played recent Tales from the Borderlands, and Troy Baker will not be returning, but Reese is returning. Yes. Which is the one thing, when I beat Tales from the Borderlands, like, I hope when they make Borderlands 3, these that, characters oh, are back. this is canon, and these and characters are, come back. But they yeah. don't have Troy Baker, who is a phenomenal voice actor. Yes. Probably the him and Nolan North as being... Yeah, we yes. talked about it. Probably yeah. the two most yeah. recognizable. Yeah. And this and didn't just upset me and Randy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> this upset a bunch of fans, to the point where some one fan asked him on Twitter why Troy Baker wasn't voicing Reese. Randy Pitchford responded, You'll have to ask Troy. I was told by the audio director that he turned it down. Fortunately, with how Reese appears in the game, I don't think it actually matters at all. You'll see for yourself when the game comes out. You may disagree with me on that or not. So Wow, that means we're definitely gonna disagree with him. Yeah, if he's like opening it up to ambiguity at all, you know you're gonna also, disagree with him. It's not that's very unlike Troy Baker to turn down that kind of Yeah. Yeah. Well, so well, somebody took the he's first He's very connected with his characters and his work. Somebody like, took that first sentence, you'll have to ask Troy quite literally. Yeah, and he's okay, I will. And they and they oh they said, Well fine, we will. Yeah, this is Twitter, by the way. We can contact any human being on Earth. It's so, in an interview with Troy Baker, somebody asked about this exact thing, and here's Troy's response. I didn't say I wasn't coming back. I said I would love to be back. They said I wasn't coming back. Mm. Their timeline tells a very interesting story. I think it's interesting that Randy Pitchford said I turned it down or that he was told I turned it down. I would fact check that before I tweeted. That's, Boom. Yeah. I, know, I listened to the audio like, of that today, and I remember going like, Boom! <laughs> yeah, he literally, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also just like Randy Pitchford tweeted that out, and like you said, like as if you don't think somebody's gonna ask him. 
Yeah, that's well. That's it what I'm saying. Like, it's so I feel like you don't have that thought you know, in your head. Like, like maybe was, maybe it was, it was ignorant. It's, well, it's, well, that's it's true. That's it was lying. It's possible Randy didn't know. No, it's not. It, that is true. Okay, he did. And I know, believe so. that because, like, he is the CEO. He is like the face in yeah. certain situations. He's probably, so he's not going to know all no, the day to day stuff. He's probably not the fucking uh, voice actor director or like casting director. I mean, like for this game, like I don't know. That being said, why would he be there every day? He's too busy downloading gigabytes. And gigabytes yeah. <laughs> of porn that toes the line of what's morally acceptable. No, but it's also like it's called that... magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, porn is magic. Isn't it's that on My Little Pony? Yes, yes. that's Thing. what the, the cartoon is, is called. Yeah. That's why the brony culture is such a. Oh God, we got to get off that topic. <laughs> no, but like what you said about like him being uninformed. Yes, I genuinely agree that he probably is. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, if you're gonna say you'll have to ask Troy, maybe you should know. Maybe he fucking <laughs> fired his PR guy right after that. Yeah, he was yeah. like, why didn't you warn me? And he's like, I did. You yeah. just tweeted it without me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I would love to do no, PR it's okay. for Randy We live Fishburne. in a world where the president of the United States tweets classified fucking pictures. <laughs> yeah. I think Randy Pitchford's, you know. So at this point, yeah. we got... We got He's two. getting worse since Trump's been in office. I'm just saying. <laughs> so we got two very, uh, like, well... Loved and respected voice actors who are who are not a part of this project anymore. Yeah, and I think when we were on our break, we were talking about how controversially there was somebody who was asked to return. That, yes. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Uh, <laughs> Chris Hardwick is back. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to get into we don't his have to whole get into thing. That. Yeah, but. but I think it's just the only reason that I think it's interesting is that whether or not that those allegations are, are completely 100% verified or not is that it seemed easy to maintain that relationship, but these guys got. Yeah, I don't. Not to get all crackpot, but it's a bunch of rich people doing rich people stuff together. I don't. I don't know, and I will not know why Troy Baker was not asked to return. It might, maybe they had to pay him a certain. It could have been rate money. I don't know because of like the SAG rules or whatever, and they didn't want to. This but... is this is only a couple years after the video game voice actor strikes. Yes. You know, so... which we are planning an episode about in the future. Yeah, and then the thing with. All right, do you go into the Claptrap thing? Yes. Okay. Because yes. he was a... I'll wait then. Uh, yes. the, the, the voice actor for uh, Claptrap, Duncan Warren, was also like a, an engineer who was also... I'll get to that. Okay. Isn't Chris Hardwick married to like a Hearst? Isn't there some crazy conspiracies with all the rich people like in their... I don't know. Hey, they got big sex pizza parties, man. Haven't you heard about it on the internet? Uh, sex pizza parties. <laughs> that sounds awesome. That's my kind of party. Um, <laughs> but... To get back into the innocu- more innocuous controversies, mm-hmm. this announcement also contained the news that Borderlands 3 would be exclusive to the Epic Game Store oh, on PC. God damn it. Cut you off. Okay. <laughs> we are not going to have the we discussion yeah, as to why right. the Epic Game Store is bad or good. I just uh, want to say they're not preloading on the Epic Game Store for I Borderlands will say 3. I will break your neck. We got- <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that another time. We'll get I'm- into that another time. We'll, we'll put a pin in it. But for right now, the only thing I wanted to highlight that it was that it was ten dollars cheaper. Randy Pitchford's response. <sighs> I'm and sure now, it was very elegant. Here's the thing about this that I will get into: whether or not you hate the Epic Games Store, or love the Epic Games Store, people tend to react very passionately about that. Yeah. Whenever a developer brings up why they're on the Epic Games Store, and I wanted to highlight this is not Randy Pitchford's Twitter tirade 
about why Borderlands is on the, the Epic Game Store is long. I showed it to you. It takes like a minute to scroll through on Twitter. Holy shit. It is crazy long. I could do an entire episode just reading that. So I decided to pick a snippet that I think highlights his points a little bit. Okay. I don't think he's necessarily wrong or right, but he also might clearly be looking to poke the bear a little bit. But we'll get into it. All right, here we go. Why? Just stop. Dude, he and, loves poking that fucking bear. And here we are. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a year with fewer huge titles than we've seen in years. Agreed. It's a year where the consoles are at peak life cycle and the PC storefronts are getting rattled. And in a world where EA and Activision cannot really be the ones to take the risk to help forcing function happen, Take-Two shows some balls and steps up with our game, Borderlands 3, to be the content that catalyzes this moment. Holy shit, what a world. Because at the end of the day, these kind of movements in our industry are always precipitated from content. It takes the content to move us up. It took Half-Life 2 to even get us comfortable enough to swallow the Steam pill back in the day. That's very true. And yeah. so we're going to swallow the Epic Game Store pill with Borderlands 3. And some of you guys are going to hate it and scream bloody murder, and you'll even blame me personally for it. And you can bitch and moan and brigade and stalk my shit. But at the end of the day, when we look back at this moment, we'll realize that this was part of the moment where the digital stores on PC became unmonopolized. Bro, chill, yeah. though. No, here's no, the thing. That, like, I also, agree. That's, no. that's kind of like... I agree, Every single too. one of these controversies is I'm like, dude, fuck Randy. And then I'm like, all right, Randy. It's so complicated. He's got a fucking point about a lot of stuff, and he's got a point on what he's saying there. But it's also just like, why are you being so volatile about it? Well, okay, so I highlighted, <laughs> I highlighted a clip of it. That has He's a being lot of volatile, volatile because that's his personality. Yeah. I was trying to that's save fair. this for the end, but here's a bit of my... I just think that it's like the hero we need, but we didn't <laughs> want it to be him kind of situation. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like if, he's done if, all this good if, shit if, and if were, has... Randy Pitcher just made a name for him, himself by being so outspoken. And, and if there were more game developers or publishers or creators, however you want to label them artists, more of their names would be known yes. like him. Like, yeah. you know, like it's... It, it switches back and forth a little bit between innocuous stuff where it's just like, it's just Randy Pitchford being Randy Pitchford. And stuff he's not wrong. He clearly knows his shit about this industry, he's which been is in it why he's so time. successful in That's it. So the part one was kind of all about where he came from. And exactly. But at the same time, his personality is volatile. Yeah. And in, in, a, an situ in a situation like this where people are so angry about the Epic Game Store thing, that's not that volatile, but it angers the shit out of these people. Yeah. And also, I will highlight... Makes again, every controversy forget about the last one. This is one. a long, long Twitter thread. That's fair. Uh, you can try to look it up if you want. He makes a lot more really good points. I tried to pick out the one part towards the end where he got a little volatile. Most of it is not that volatile. Okay. So I just... It is a struggle back and forth with him, too, just because, like... Yeah, he knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, I understand the points he's making. But at the same time, it's just, like, his responses to stuff and just the I way know. that he handles it and just the fact that I know... It makes you want to rattle his shoulders and be like, what are you yeah, doing? just, like, but you've got it all, dude. Yeah. Just fucking stop. Assuming the pedophilia stuff, like, not, not all that shit isn't true. Yeah, I we're speaking as if I could probably have a beer with this guy and, like... Yeah, yeah and, like... But there are, there is just that ego that gets in the way in a lot of situations, and it's and, hard to reconcile. And, but at the, again, at the, we said this at the beginning of part one. Does he deserve to be that egotistical? I can make the argument that nobody deserves to be that egotistical. Mm -hmm. But he does deserve to be recognized. 
for oh yeah he deserves to have confidence in his ability in this industry because he's proven that he can right and he's he's proven that he can fuck up too as we covered at the end of the last episode yeah. but he has proven that he is he there, knows how to be successful there's a and resume he of the successes and failures yes. tied and to this his is name. when i say when i talk about his ego yeah. it's nothing about his merit Mm-hmm. It's because it, that's there. Yeah. yeah, the dude knows his shit. Like I'm not gonna deny that, and I don't think a lot of people could. But the problem is just like when I talk about it, I'm talking specifically about his personality and how it affects right. the things that he talks about and the people he talks to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just like if you are that big, if you have that platform, you should think about what you say. Yeah, and you um, should you I mean, should that's, assess. That's, that's what's interesting is the nature of him being in charge of his own company is he doesn't necessarily have a PR person. Yeah, he doesn't have anybody to answer to. to be like, this thing. is how you have to respond to these tweets. I'm Maybe gonna move, should. I'm gonna move on because we got more stories to get through. Okay. And All right, it's gonna, let's go. It's gonna might change some of your opinions on the, some of this stuff. But the last thing I'll say on this topic is that like at the end of the day, calling out people on the about the Epic Game Store thing is like. You're getting people to write articles like Randy Pitchford says you can go fuck yourself. But then like his name's out there, Gearbox name's out there, and Borderlands name's out there. So whatever, yeah. you know. The thing with the voice actors like Reese, Reese won't return. It's like that's free advertising for Borderlands. It's not the best, but it's free. And then you have the stuff like the lawsuit where it's like, hold on, this isn't just somebody being egotistical. Imagine you're like a fucking concept artist in Borderlands 3 and every day you're just like, oh god, damn. Like, you're like working really hard to get this no. game out. And yeah. Yeah. Gearbox hosted a gameplay reveal in May, which we watched. Yeah, this was like a longer yeah. video. And a uh, this was less, of less of a magic showcase and more of an actual showcase of Borderlands. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but Randy Pitchford opened up by saying, I'm sure we're going to have cosmetics and skins, but we're not doing any of that free-to-play junk. No oh, microtransactions. Right. <sighs> the people, it was literal. And there was literal Cheers. applause. Yeah. And it's kind of like what EA uh, did uh, with the Gearbox developers, since this was an event and there were developers around, it wasn't just Randy Pitchford in a big stadium thing or whatever. Thank God. He, uh, there were developers around. They were quick to clarify, like, look, there's going to be cosmetics. And those cosmetics are going to... That's not... Yeah, yeah. those cosmetics are going to cost money. We have microtransactions. None of it will affect gameplay. That's what he meant. And that's the point. Yeah. That's the point. So that was already elaborated. Yes. And Game Informer wrote an article after speaking to Gearbox devs about it. And they said, this might be a little bit of a sensationalist headline, but they said, despite Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford's comment about no microtransactions in Borderlands 3 during today's live stream, we've been told cosmetic items are still purchasable. I agree that it's a little sensationalized, but it's a headline. But it's it's a fact. <laughs> it's fact. It's, it's, a fact. Fact. it's very literal. That's what I'm saying. It like is it's, literal, it is a hundred percent true. But Randy Pitchford directly responded to that tweet with a link to the article, saying, "Come on, guys, shitty clickbait headline." Mm-hmm. Literally seconds before I said that, I made it very clear we're going to do more cosmetic stuff like we did in Borderlands 2. You know, I was talking about premium currency and loot boxes and that kind of stuff not being on our game. Why you guys would fuck me on this is beyond me. Thanks a lot. Mm. Yeah. So it's just like. Maybe just backspace for, like, just one line, <laughs> and, like, you'd be all right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get it. Like, he feels personally attacked, so he's, like, shitty clickbait headline article. That I can get past, but, like, why you guys would fuck me is beyond me. Like, come on, it's man. It's very, de- uh, very immediately defensive, for sure. And it's like, I get it, but just here's the way you handle that. Just to clarify, I misspoke. 
I meant yes. this. Yeah, but I mean, as Austin put, and I think before, were like, there to Randy, ain't, Randy yeah. ain't about backpedaling. That's yeah, yeah. Oh, it's full force ahead for no reason. In the third person. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, again, maybe he should just double check his tweets. But that's a pretty innocuous one. We're gonna dive head on back into the pretty serious shit, and we're gonna go Does back. This one involved children. No. Okay, good. No? No. <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to go Let's back check. to our other voice actor, Claptrap. The actor named David Eddings was also a Gearbox executive. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, uh, he was he performed the role of Claptrap without any additional pay. He did it just as a Gearbox employee. But okay. Claptrap being the face of the game, I think he he wanted to kind of be paid. And he also that. wasn't, yeah. he was no longer working at Gearbox when at they the were. Time. Yes. He, so, which, he which, wanted royalties. I, I bet, uh, this is just me theorizing here, but I bet when Claptrap, when he was recording that VO for Claptrap in Borderlands 1, they probably didn't know at the time that he was going to become yeah. such a. Right. They didn't, like, I, a yeah. Revered character. Now, this is going to tie back in to also to our lawsuit because. Like I said, he wanted compensation for the role, which was not paid in addition to his pay already. Mm-hmm. And Pitchford and Gearbox have both been upfront about how that works there. Yeah. They have said that employees are offered on a voluntary basis yeah. to really? voice in games. Yes. It's are not they- for additional pay, oh. but it's while they're at work, have they a- do have it. Have there been other people on staff that did something similar? Like, like, just even if they were secondary characters in the game? Yeah, or? yeah. Especially with 2K Australia. Was, right, no, no, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, Scooter yeah, is totally there were, true. There are a couple of them. Okay. And so, like, the idea behind, like, asking while he's not working at Gearbox to be paid. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. paid for work. Well, but I also so, understand, like, being salaried and then So the reason why that. he left, yeah. we'll get to in a minute. But he left the company in 2017. Yeah. And... This kind of got out there that he was like, hey, he wasn't being paid. And like Mel said, Randy Pitchford has been very upfront that the employees do this on a voluntary basis. Somebody said, voice acting is part of a union. You should pay for it, blah, blah, blah. Sag thing. And he said, yeah. he wanted it and reveled in it. The issue today is that Mr. Eddings is bitter and disgruntled about having been terminated. He was offered two times scale. He refused. I don't want him to do it unless he wants to do it and as motivation affects performance. Hmm. Uh, again, not a bad tweet, but maybe don't start Honest, with he wanted it. Right. Yeah. Also, that last dig, that last line, I can get behind that. I can yeah. get behind that, like, like it's a little petty, but, like, it's also, like... Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But... I get it. Now that we started with a quote that says he wanted it, hmm. uh, let's talk about assault. Uh-oh. Um, Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Eddings responded, not sexual assault. That was a bad joke to make, but... Uh, no, res- but this is uh, physical. Yes. Yeah. Eddings responded with alleg- to the allegations. I was fine moving on after your gearbox, but when my former boss starts mouthing off about various aspects of my employment, including how highly compensated I was and how generous he is, I feel obligated to correct the record. Mm. I had a lot of mixed feelings when I was asked to reprise the role of Claptrap late last year and eventually realized I was willing to put differences aside and do something cool that the Border fans, Borderlands fans would like with my friends at Gearbox. Border fans is good. I ultimately, I, do like I ultimately offered to do it for free in exchange for past royalties owed, plus an apology for something I've never spoken publicly about until now. Randy physically assaulted me in the lobby of the Marriott Marquis at GDC 2017. Uh. 
Personally, I think Randy's been on tilt the last few years. He's not the victim he portrays himself to be. I even blocked him a couple years ago for stalking me on social media. Oh. Enough is enough. It's not nice feeling the need to spot any sleight of hand these days or wonder if the card was chosen or forced. I'm happy to be free from the half-truths and full-on deceptions, and thankful to no longer hear the people referred to as muggles like a con man refers to a mark. Isn't that the Harry Potter yes. characters? That's <laughs> Is that shocking? Hold on. As an Sorry. aside, seems to a bit conspicuous that he chimed in on my salary but didn't mention anything about the $12 million of revenue he siphoned away from the employee royalty pool. FYI, Gearbox employees are asked to take lower salaries with promises of royalty shares. 2K says they won't give a statement regarding the ongoing lawsuit, but if the allegation is false, then it sure seems a lot easier to deny it since that's the only reason they're mentioned. This whole thing stinks. Uh, okay. He further elaborated, he shoved the fuck out of me while I'm on the balls of my feet trying to whisper. He knocked me back four steps. I can't believe I caught him in a deception. Balls so, of my feet? So basically, yeah, what happened really was heel. they, oh, were, they okay. were in a hotel. I wasn't saying that to be funny. I, I generally oh, don't. The front, it's like, like where oh, the, okay, right, okay. Like, where your big it's toe like, is. Yeah, oh, okay. it's like toes... Balls, arch, it's like where your heel. center of gra the thing that is actually like yes. keeping your yeah the thing that everybody else balance. walks on okay. I walk on my heels. <laughs> gotcha. So that's why my legs hurt. The way this altercation played out, to my understanding, is he found out about this twelve million dollar thing, and like I said, a lot of Gearbox employees are paid in shared royalties on games. So Randy taking the money from the employee royalty pool is essentially taking away salary from the employees. Or bonuses, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, I, yeah, like I said but earlier. But promised bonuses. But yeah. this guy was an employee. But he was like a higher-up executive employee. He knows Randy personally. So he goes up to him in the lobby of a hotel and basically like, I got to talk to you about something. And Randy says, what is it? Guy looks around, leans in, whisper in his ear, hey, I heard about this $12 million thing. And as soon as he said that, Randy Pitchford shoves him hard away from him. And that's the assault. Okay. And I, I would call it that. Yeah. He also <laughs> named two witnesses. I mean, I'm sure in Randy's perspective, it was just a visceral, like, it was a, I it don't want to talk to you about this right yeah, now. Yeah, like a... That doesn't probably, mean it's yeah. not assault. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't at all defending the... No, I know, yeah, I know, I, I, I know. just more mean, like, it's, yeah. I didn't think you were. I don't think it was um, out of a genuine maliciousness. It was just like... And that's like, a lot of what we've talked about with Randy Pitchford. It it's not about a genuine maliciousness. He's a reactionary yeah. guy, yeah. But he named two witnesses. One said that he didn't see the altercation, but noted that Eddings was noticeably upset afterwards. Okay. After what he claimed was an altercation with his boss. Mm -hmm. And Gearbox co-founder Landon Montgomery, the other witness, claimed David leaned up to whisper something to Randy, and out of the blue, Randy shoved him, and hard. Okay. Uh, Eddings then claims... Well, Randy's a big guy. I'm sure he was yeah. just like, get yeah. the fuck off me. Yeah. Eddings then says that he was rage-fired because he wouldn't give up the source, but that he okay. would be willing to return as Claptrap as soon as Randy makes a public apology to me and pays me the royalties I'm owed. That, yeah, that part I heard. In a response, Gearbox said that it takes these claims very seriously, but will not comment on personal matters. Gearbox adds... We think it's a shame that the 400-plus employees here who have poured the love and passion into Borderlands 3 are having their work diluted by personal allegations. That's what I've been saying, yeah. This yeah. That yeah. could also be Gearbox is trying to... Sweep wipe, it under. Yeah, yeah. wipe fucking but that, negative they're, they're, they're not saying that their their work is being diluted by Randy. They're saying that their work is being diluted because this guy won't come back oh, as Claptrap, of... maybe? Uh, well, I don't know. I think they're saying this work is being diluted because 
there's a controversial story happening and it's giving more attention to our game, which, fair, it's obviously tons of people working on this game, but also, don't try to sweep something that's obviously needs Affecting to be in the forefront of the rock. Yeah. And then claim that it was because he was bitter and disgruntled. Yeah. That is the last of that, too. If they did an investigation, we haven't heard about it. Yeah. We've talked about the doing guy, a recap episodes of stuff yeah. sometime later, so maybe we'll... Whenever this guy, comes. Yeah. Uh, David Eddings, if you go on his Twitter account, he has been retweeting the original tweet where they said they would investigate it and saying it's been 30 days and I haven't heard anything. Oh, is and, that recently? That he, yeah, this was, <laughs> this was in um, it July. Was, it, was it was in recently. July. Okay, it's not that long ago. Not that long ago. It was just after the reveal. Just over a month. Like two yeah. Months. And finally... This is our last, for now, controversy. And again, there might have been another controversy. Maybe, yeah, by the time this comes yeah. out, who knows? By the time this comes out. Borderlands 3 does come out. So yeah. it's like, Literally, Ooh. I started researching this. The discs this. were printed I started with researching, from the blood of... I started researching Sorry. this. <laughs> I started researching this episode, and I was talking to Mel about it, and while we were researching it, I literally read the title of this article and sent it to her. Um, so... There's an ongoing lawsuit that I mentioned earlier. Wade Callender has added to that lawsuit, claiming that he can pronounce... He didn't have enough. Er, that he can produce thing. proof that not only has Randy Pitchford done all this stuff, but that Gearbox has been holding back documents from the courts and that they should be held in contempt. Oh. <laughs> this comes in the form of a text conversation between the podcast host that I mentioned earlier and Randy Pitchford, the podcast host Piff was his name. Piff the Magic Dragon says, Is the USB stick falling out or has the internet moved on now? Randy Pitchford responds, The internet is fine. All they care about is if my next video game is good or not. Uh. Gearbox has asked for relief from the courts, trying to delay the, I think, delay the trial until after Borderlands came out, but that relief was not granted. Good. And that is the last yeah. we heard of that. Can I add one little thing here? Yeah. And Austin, you you could probably explain this better than me, but uh, actually Mel might be able to speak on this. But people who have gotten to play the DLC for uh, that they've added after Borderlands 3 was announced for Borderlands 2. Are you going to talk about the Claptrap thing? Yeah, which yeah. which does feature Claptrap with new VO. with the new voice. Yeah. But if you play through the story, it's the same voice. Like, they didn't replace no, all the VOs, yeah, but he totally. is... Yeah. But, I played through the DLC twice yeah. already, obviously. But I... I but Gotten but all the legendaries, all the professors. quick to point out that there was some kind of questionable... Yes, there's a line in there where it's basically like... As far as I know, the quest through line was that he was starting a, like a... a, a, Cryptocurrency. A a cryptocurrency. Yeah, it's a a side mission, and yeah, he's starting a cryptocurrency. And then he, basically at the end, he like begs... For his old job, job back, or back something. Yeah, yeah, it's basically like the the new voice actor for Cla- for Claptrap basically says a line of like, "Oh, my new business venture failed. I'm um, now I'm going to have to go back to my old boss and beg for my job back." Yeah. yeah. Oof. No, I don't I rem- think that's it's, coincidental. It's well, a little it's, too yeah. on the nose. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's like who who do you think you're fooling with that? It's it's yeah. it's a little obvious. Especially Take with that, the new, with yeah. that, fame, that if, for what it is, but I just wanted to point that out that it seemed like there are some there's still bad blood floating between that stuff. Yep. That being said, the DLC is really good. If you haven't played it, it's free. <laughs> um, I gotta play it before oh, it the end of this week. Yeah. But yeah, that that is the last of the controversies. Like I said, for now, uh, <laughs> there could be more. 
yeah, to reiterate, we've said a lot about Randy Pitchford. He is certainly a character, yep. but I love Borderlands. There are a ton of talented people that work on the Borderlands franchise who deserve all the credit, yeah. and I really That's hope an understanding. Yeah. that Absolutely. Borderlands 3 is good, and all to all of you playing we will see. with We Will See, I hope you're enjoying it. But yeah, it's been said a couple times before, but I just think that he is a little conceited, a little opinionated. He has an ego on him, but he is good at what he does. Mm-hmm. He understands Absolutely. the industry, and without him... I would have never played video games. <laughs> without him, Borderlands wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, I mean, so, for real. If you're listening out there, Randy Pitchford, maybe just like cool it on Twitter for a little bit. Yeah, yeah and that's like, I've said this so many times in maybe different ways. Maybe he can make these lawsuits disappear. <laughs> God. <laughs> I just like, like, I don't hate Randy Pitchford, obviously. No, that's what I said. I, I'm sure I, I don't could share think a he's a bad him. dude. It's just hard to watch that ego and not be super suspicious and then hear about the lawsuits and not immediately be like, well, like, I've seen a million people with this kind of ego do bad shit, so... And I think that that clouds my judgment a little bit on him, and I think I've, like... Yeah. It's it's hard to reconcile. He's but in, I fucking love Borderlands. He's inseparable <laughs> from the things that he creates. It's, and it is, for again, better or for worse. to say he does get in a lot yeah. of altercations with people he used to call friends. But that's personal business. Yes. And that's none of our that's business. A, yeah, that's, a, that's a good way to put it. He's got, he's got some trouble. He does. Obviously. He said some shit. He's also been screwed over yeah. by yes. people before. He's been screwed over. He's got an ego. He's got a chip on his shoulder about certain stuff. But he's not dumb. It, he, no. Yeah. I, I, my comparison is to uh, a, a scientist named Fritz Haber or Haber. He's a German guy. <laughs> okay. World War One era. He created a way to like process nitrogen and get nitrogen out of the air that led to like the creation of like a special kind of fertilizer that helped grow food better. He is actually credited with the population boom of the 1900s, which led us from like a very small population to eight to nine billion people because his process was so pivotal in the way to create food. Like he helped feed the world. He also created the gas that they used in World War One. <laughs> oh wait, like mustard gas? Like the gas that they uh, like opened the, up yeah. to poison soldiers on the other side. Ooh. And he's been like an absolute like linchpin of like when do we judge a guy's good characteristics <laughs> with his bad characteristics? Right. And he's like, been this linchpin. And I actually like, I, like, I like that's, that's a, like no, that's a very interesting. I know yeah. that's kind of an insane <laughs> person to compare him to. But I think this is, like, what I'm saying is, like, he obviously has a lot of fucked up weird shit about him. He obviously is a weird dude. He's obviously very fucking into himself and has an ego in him, and he's 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 confrontational. But at the other side of it, like, he knows what he's doing. He's been in the industry for a long time, and he, he's got a bad rap, too. Yeah. He, he does. And that's I think that that makes everything a lot worse when dealing with controversies and probably adds to his personal responses because he's like fuck like this keeps happening and it's like well part of the reason is because you're doing bad shit and part of the reason is because you've done it in the past and people can't let it go yeah uh and yeah and and above above all else this dude is like an entertainer at heart clearly like because he's He's always trying to put on a show he creates video games he clearly loves doing magic we've seen him front panels Uh, he's charismatic and he's charismatic and I think that like the whole uh, 
confrontational nature of the way he confronts people on Twitter. Like he's not a PR guy. He's a figurehead <laughs> and he is an eccentric one and an yes. and For an a boisterous one and an entertainer. Yeah, most of all. So yes, he's very much. Unless it the turns pageant. out he is a pedophile, like, in which case hot button, yeah. hot button is not responsible for it. Yeah, we will take this down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, well, that's the thing. It's like even like if the uh, 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 let's uh, just end it. Yeah, yeah. But he, but let's he is, just fucking yeah. call it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, he's not a pedophile. But but he is very much into the pageantry of being Anything. both into magic as a performance and also video games as a performance. Yes. Yeah. And he's got help from a lot of very talented people. Yeah. And let's some end this podcast so I can go play that cr- Borderlands 2 DLC. Credit and some who have Before that. 3 comes out. Yeah. All right. So thank you for sticking with us uh, for all this. Thank you, of course, to, to you, Melanie, for joining us. Give us some insight on this. <laughs> this very uh, divisive figure, and I smiled as a response, and then realized we were on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it, that was fun. I don't know. I, I like hearing the, the passion in you that we all have for the things that he is. I like this, this series of episodes because part one was all informational. I, I bamboozled you guys because I always get to do all the tech deep dives and all the information about development history. And you guys get to do all the stupid episodes, but I started with development and then <laughs> and got the, stupid. And pivoted to a stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're infringing yeah. on my territory. Yeah. Um, all right. Plugs. Thanks for infringing. listening. I can't. Speak uh, if right you're now. Randy Pitchford, hit us up at Hot Button Cast on Twitter. We'd DM, love to feature you. DM us. Yeah. yeah. Come We'd to love my to house. Talk to you. Or if you um, hate us, tweet about three. us too. Yeah. That'd if you great. hate us. Yeah, that would be please, good PR. Yeah. Please tell me that I fucked you on Twitter, but tag me in it. So I get some listens. <laughs> yeah, why is Battleborn a USB drive full of underage, you know, character battle uh, Battlefront? <laughs> <laughs> is that enough hot words? Did you see that mushroom? Hot words. Battlefront. That was a couple Shut episodes up. ago. Well, Google recognize. What did that Battleborn porn look like? It's like a mushroom and robots and. Do you, you want me to show no, you? I don't. All right, let's All plug right. it. On, yeah, uh, let's battle plug. Porn. Um, <laughs> Why is that not what the subreddit is called? For, You're right. I, just for, like edit yourself, Randy. Just edit a little bit. For all the rest of you out there that aren't Randy Pitchford, thanks for listening. Um, <laughs> you can you can follow us along and see how, how this if he tweets at us and tells us we're idiots. Uh, uh, hot button cast we on are Twitter. Idiots. It's just He's got plenty of free time. Also, also Facebook.com/slash hot button cast and at hot button cast on Instagram. Our website is hotbuttoncast.com. You can go there and find all our episodes if this is the first one you're listening to. You can also find us on <laughs> iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, and episode. more. Oh, yeah. Go listen to part one if you haven't. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. And I cool. think that's all the plugs we got. Um, it is. Oh, 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 oh. There's one thing I want to mention. Oh, there's some cool stuff coming up for October. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, thank you. Uh-huh. We haven't mentioned this yet. This episode should be coming out probably around the end of September. For those of you that are listening, we are planning a Spooktoberfest. Uh, so we'll, we'll workshop that name a little bit. But, uh, yeah. Oktoberfest. <laughs> so we're we're yeah. going to do... Okay, Does anybody on. own Oktoberfest? <laughs> the Germans. <laughs> what about just this one? Yeah, October. We, uh, right, we will have some great ho- here's my next uh, Halloween themes. Randy's sort of. Spooky Video Game Month yeah. edition. <laughs> Luigi's presents a mansion full of ghost podcasts. <laughs> Hot pumpkin. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but we're we're planning to do the entire month of October. We're gonna yes. do scary themes. We got or, curses. We got ghosts. <laughs> we got goo. <laughs> It's gooey. We got, we got, we got video game curses. We got cursed video games. <laughs> that both of those are true. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's gonna be fun. If I, this yeah. is one of the first ones you listen to, keep an eye Tune on for that. Uh, we'll we'll have a lot of uh, spooky content coming up in October. Yeah. And then after that, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled content programs and our. One year anniversary is oh, in November. Yeah, shit. So, oh, congrats, guys! Yeah. Yeah. I'm much. so proud of y'all. Dude, I get to do an Eve episode soon. God, can you it's imagine how boring the economics talk I'm gonna bring into that episode is gonna be? <laughs> Thank right. God you want to talk about it on well, the podcast. Don't spoil it now. <laughs> I'm not going to. Just know it's going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and with that, we're yeah. done. Bye, Good night, everybody.